Hello world, welcome to what I'm looking at. Today I'm looking at a bowl of water. And the water is intended for a cat to drink. It's cat water. And as I've started talking about the bowl of cat water, a cat has wandered in this room. And she left. I'm sure you heard her. So I'll, I'll begin my description with the bowl. It's actually a bowl on top of a plate. A saucer, if you will. And... Uh-oh. Two cats were just having a conversation. Anyway, the bowl and the plate, they match. They're the same they're the same type of of uh Ceramics? What do you call? Um, because silverware is like flatware. Uh, the word is escaping me. They're the same design. And it looks manufactured, not made by hand. Although, I guess it could be. The predominant color is white, but it's not a bright white. It's more of a soft, warm, it's not a stark white. It's a glossy glaze, quite shiny, and the other color that is on the, on the bowl and on the plate is brown like a dark dirt brown there's a there's two borders you know a bowl sometimes has this sort of bevel leading you into the bowl part And so the brown is bordering the very outside edge, the lip of the bowl. And then there's another ring, maybe half an inch below the border. And that's the, that marks the end of the bevel. And then it drops off quickly, um, like a cliff into the bowl and also the bowl has speckles to it brown speckles like someone took a toothbrush dipped in the brown 
and um, put their finger on it and fanned it out so that the paint splattered um, into the bowl. I don't know how pottery works or glazing or anything like that, so it's a mystery to me. For some reason, me talking about this cat bowl and sitting in front of it has awakened these cats. They were not interested in me before I began telling you about this water bowl. I suppose I'll focus on the bowl um, and not so much on the plate it's sitting on because I can't see much of the plate. But just imagine a shallower version of the bowl because that's all it is. It looks very, very similar. One thing to note about this bowl is that it has um, a chip, chips, it could be one big one or several close together, but there is a chip in the, on the edge facing me at a sort of 45 degree angle if there was a line, imaginary line, a laser beam pointing to me, it would be pointing at me at a 45 degree angle. I don't really know what I'm trying to say or if that's correct, but it's close, closer to me. And who knows how this chip was formed. I have not known this bowl for very long. It could have been a dishwashing accident, incident. It could have been a spoon, too forcefully set down on, on the edge. Could have been a number of things that led to that. It could have been bought like that at a hopefully discounted price. But you know how chips are. They're they 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 displace the matter it's no longer there so it is flawed by by societal standards i am a neutral view i don't see it as either good or bad but i do think you would get less money for it now if you tried to sell it because of societal standards.
it's maybe unsightly to the average person. Oh, excuse me, that was my foot sliding on the wooden floor. Don't get any ideas about what else that could have been. You'll have to trust me. Even though I think it's a normal, everyday thing that happens to everyone. But just to prove it, maybe I'll try to do it again. You see? It was my foot. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you about the water that I'm looking at. And maybe some things I can see at the bottom of the bowl. There is actually not much water in here. There might be not even half a cup or maybe half a cup. It's hard to tell because it's all spread out on the bottom of the bowl. But the water does not look very dirty or old. It's clear and the color is, um, well, it's the color of water, but it differs from the, the color of the bowl because it has no color or very little color but I'm looking at it and it looks mm, well I suppose it's from reflections or something I'm not good at science rather I've not chosen to excel in science I do not doubt my ability but one only has so much time in the day to dedicate to any given subject I'm trying to say the color is slightly darker around the edge and actually Everywhere the water is, is darker than the bowl, the white of the bowl. If I were to be making a painting of this, I would have to choose a darker, slightly darker color for the water. But it's still clear. It's hard to explain. One thing I want to point out is that there are three or four, I can't entirely tell, strands of hair inside the water and one or two that are clinging to the side of the bowl which I assume were in the water and then when the water evaporated or got consumed by a cat was left to hang on for its life on the edge of the bowl. The one most deeply in the water, and the one that's on the bottom of the pool, is short and black. The one, mm, I think all of the rest are cat hairs. They're all 
thin, very thin and skinny and long. But the one on the bottom is most certainly of human descent. We will not speculate about the original origin or location of this hair. We will simply accept it as a human hair. I could go on and tell you about every dot and speck of this brown glaze, but I don't think it would do... I don't think it would add much to your understanding of what I'm looking at. Before I go, I will, I will quickly because I have time, describe the very immediate surroundings of the cat water bowl. To the bowl's right is a uh, clothespin that was dropped from the clothing line hanging. It's just a normal wooden clothing pin. And then behind the water bowl, close to the wall, we have one of those plastic um, tag things that come on clothes. It looks like a T-shape, you know? Like when you rip a tag off of clothing and then those fall on the floor. And that's, there's one of those. To the left, very close to the wall, is a small dust hairball made by a cat and the passing of time. Although I go to great lengths to make sure there's not too much hair floating about, Sometimes I still find these cat hair tumbleweeds in the house. And then we have the wall that meets the wooden floor. The wooden floor is, and the wall for that matter, they are worlds of their own. So I won't go into detail. But the wood floor is worn and old, and the wall also has some paint chipped off. And on this section of the wall I'm looking at, there's a little piece of blue tape also. Maybe it's paint, but I think it's tape. I think I'll leave you here. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of what I'm looking at. I made the decision that I'm gonna delete the what I'm looking at Instagram because even though I like the idea of it, I noticed that 
it wasn't bringing me joy and it was actually creating some stress for me. So that will no longer be in existence. But my email address is still something I'm very comfortable managing. And it is what I'm looking at podcast at gmail.com. You can email me there whenever you want with ideas, suggestions, comments, words of wisdom. Anything but hate mail is encouraged. Also, if you wouldn't mind rating and subscribing and leaving a comment on iTunes, I know I say it every time and probably the only people who listen to this have done it already, but it's just what I have to do. It's like the NPR um, membership drive, you know, even though I have not become a member. (sighs) I don't listen to much NPR these days anyway. I think it's all I want to say. Thank you for being here with me. Don't forget to um, really look at what you're looking at sometime. It might give you some interesting questions to Google later. I'm going to go Google how um, splattering glazing works. Okay, have a good day. Bye.